In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. And I am Jared Freed. So good to be back here with you, Kay, after our brief hiatus between seasons. How are you? What's going on? I know. It felt it felt kind of nice not, uh, you know, just kicking back for a second. But, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be back. I'm excited um, for the season to see what happens because, you know, Zach, I feel like well, more people are excited about Chris Harrison being having a podcast and Zach being The Bachelor. Right. There's a lot that went on. we got to go over all the off-season drama and news. I mean, it's just nice to have a break from these monsters. I know. Like, I think, I think like, you know, and especially this time of year, we didn't mm-hmm. need The Bachelor during the holiday season. No. We didn't need to catch up. You know, it is, it was, it was exactly, you know, coming out of pandemic land and you know the bachelor was kind of the the thing that kept us going and then they got you know you got we got too much you know it it just too much happening enough put away the bachelor we need to put it on the shelf so that we can take it out and like it again and love it again and i think Mm -hmm. i I, kind of feel refreshed i don't know about you i mean i feel like your voice is getting a full like um rest moment you're getting full right. vocal rest for the past couple of weeks from your live screams which if you guys That's haven't right. checked them out they're amazing um <laughs> i tuned you. in myself <laughs> so you know gathering material but yeah feels good how about you how was your break it was nice i'm i'm, I'm happy you went to san diego i was in san diego i was at, uh, at bachelor hq um it was uh you know it was uh, San Diego. I was in Dallas. I did shows. So many Bachelor fans come out, and they're all wonderful and fun and kind of get the joke and get, you know, that's the beauty of this podcast is we speak directly to a group of people that kind of see where we're coming from and how we talk about this show. So if you're getting into this season or you are you have a friend out there that wants to get into the season and kind of look at it from an angle that's a little bit more fun, a little bit more analytical. This is yes. the place to come. They, you got to tell your friends. We want our listeners to go out and let people know this is the bachelor podcast for them. Right? Absolutely. So put it on your story. Um, yeah. Post about us. I always repost your guys' stuff when you tag us. So yeah, make sure you share it out and tell everybody because this, I feel like ours is just, yeah, no bullshit. Kind of right. just like digging into the real stuff. Um, so we want to go. So today what we're going to do is we're going to go through some off-season news. And then we're going to get into um, the, the 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 contestants. And it's going to yeah. be the first half. I have not looked at the contestants yet because, I, I, as you know, I do a preview every season. This is my first look at these people. So Oh, wow. Okay, I, cool. I haven't looked at them. I, I, keep, I stay away. I try to stay fresh. I want to look at them with, you know – I don't want to get, you know, I don't want, I want to do, I wanted to use this podcast to make, you know, my first impressions and then mm-hmm. I'll write up, you know, the, the bios as we get closer to the opening episode, which is January 26th. Is that when the first episode Yeah, is? it's uh, in two weeks. 
So we have this week, next week, and then it starts. Awesome. So what did we? What's going? What was going on in the off season? What happened while we were, you know, holidaying in Bachelor Universe? So a lot of stuff. So Joe and Serena got married. Like oh, out of nowhere, I thought they were gonna. I think they are gonna have a big ceremony, but they like went to a courthouse and just like got hitched. I I will say. They so if you want to go back, you can listen. Joe and Serena came on our show. They seemed like I, I you know, you don't buy it until you see it, you know. And I mm-hmm. definitely like after meeting them, I was like, oh, the, what I liked about Joe and Serena is that they were pretty realistic, even though it's an unrealistic world. They they seemed like they they were like, we know it's crazy, we know it's wild, and then they they were even talking about how their families weren't like totally on board. And really? just to admit, yeah, and when they admitted to that, you go, okay, mm. these people—they're dealing in reality. They're talking about real issues. They're having. yeah. So I was when I saw that they got married, I was like happy for them. It felt like they were making these decisions. And also, here's the other thing: Grocery Joe is older. He is ready. This yeah. isn't this isn't twenty five year old bachelor dude who is doing this for it didn't seem like it was done for the the, the Instagram stories or the viral moment. I don't know mm-hmm. how you feel. No, I think Joe I think Joe's past that. I think I think sort of even when he came on he wasn't he wasn't a, he was a night one guy. He went home night right, one. I don't think right. he was expecting any of this. And I also think with them like I don't know. They seem they seem like a solid couple and my my favorite part about all of this is that just mere, I want to say weeks or maybe like a month after they got married, Kendall, Joe's ex, got engaged. Right. Okay. <laughs> she had to fight fire with fire. Uh-huh. And she, you know, she announced it, which is great. They're moving to Germany. Uh, okay. Wasn't she yeah. kind of, wasn't she from Germany or something? No, no, maybe I'm no, no, she wasn't. I but thought she had an international a, thing going on. No, but she has like weird hobbies, like um, loves taxidermy. <laughs> right, like, that's very German. Yeah, you're the, right. <laughs> the German. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that rings German to me. A little taxidermy. Yeah. No, I remember she had those weird hobbies. Right. Yeah. So uh, she's getting married, and then speaking of couples, we have you know Victoria and Greg are still going strong, and they are all over each other's. Instagram yeah, every day. I'll I I when I saw Victoria and Greg, whenever they pop up, I will never buy their relationship. In the way that I've been sold on Joe and Serena, and this is the thing, these are opinions that who, who you know, but this is you know, it's it's interesting that you get a feel for people and you have a feeling and you'll never leave that feeling. This is yeah. just impressions. These are the things we can't get over. These are the human instincts of what do I I see something what is my first thought? When I see Joe and Serena and when I met them in person, I go, seems like people living in reality. When I see Greg and Victoria and how they got together, I I don't think I would ever believe that they are an actual couple for the right reasons. Like I, They could literally be buried together after 50 years of marriage holding hands in the grave and I would be like, okay, I guess they like each other. Like I, like, yeah, I wouldn't no, believe something- it until then. There's something off and it sort of feels like since they had this big moment on After the Final Rose with all of this drama surrounding it, Mm. it makes me feel as though they have to prove themselves and it doesn't feel um, 
genuine or like we want to do this because we really love each other but we also want to make sure you guys know that we really love each other and we're doing all these things together right like i i'll use tiktok as the example tiktok if you have a video that goes viral for you i don't know um uh, you know doing what I, I, let me what's an example if you if you go on tiktok and you're known for spinning a basketball on your finger mm-hmm. and it gets a million views what those tiktokers do is they go i'm the basketball spinner guy and they just keep doing different versions of spinning a basketball yeah they to take me, on that role because, Right, because they know what gets them their drug, that gets them their hits, gets them their likes, gets them their views. I think Greg and Victoria have that similar thing. They know their being together on social media gets them the extra views, gets them the extra interaction, gets them the extra likes and the comments. And they're going to keep hitting up that, you know, hitting that bell, so to speak. So. That's why it's tough to trust it. But I could understand that someone could come back with the same response to Joe and Serena. They're like, oh, well, they get, you know, and it's just like, I don't know. It's just different to me, you know? Feels different. It feels different. Like, there's something that just, I mean, I hope they last. That's never want to wish ill on a couple, but. Right. I don't care. But I'm also not they super. They can do whatever the fuck, yeah. Invested. They want. Um, and we also had Gabby coming in mm-hmm. second place on, on Dancing with the Stars. Did you watch a single minute of Dancing with the Stars with Gabby? Um, I did not. <laughs> I did not as I well. watched. I watched clips that would like be on Instagram or uh, TikTok afterwards. And Gabby is, I mean, we knew she was a dancer. She was a, a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Um, so she knew we knew she could dance. But she was like, the clips that I saw, she was outstanding. Like really, wow. really good. It was on Disney Plus. They moved it from ABC to Disney Plus, which to me, like, weird decision. I guess they're trying to get people of a certain age, of certain viewership on to Disney Plus. So they're like, okay, we don't have these types of people who watch Dancing with the Stars yet. So let's try and give them a little bit of bait to get them over to Disney Plus and get a subscription. So I do understand why they did it, but it did feel like... Dancing with the Stars kind of disappeared off of the map for me, even though I wasn't a regular viewer. Sometimes you'd get in that like changing the channel thing and you'd come across and you go, oh, let me stop here for a dance. I never even had that. Um, But I will say um, the the, the Bachelor contestants always have a leg up on everyone else. Always. I think it's just because the fandom. Right. Well, also the fandom and also same channel, same time. You know, if, ah. if you're tuning in for if you're tuning in for, you know, The Bachelor, then you're tuning in to the same channel for the Dancing with the Stars. So you're it's they always do well. Look at Hannah Brown. Didn't she win? Yeah. Hannah Brown won. She um. won. Like Gabby coming in second. Like I was like, she came in second. But then I was like, yeah, they do well in this show. Who won? Do we know? Charlie D'Amelio, which. Of course. Makes sense. Again, you have a very online group, a very, you know, a very Disney Plus knows how to subscribe. My parents wouldn't even know what how to find DisneyPlus.com. Exactly. No, Charlie D'Amelio won. And I think I mean, I know she won, obviously, because she's she's a great dancer. Like, that's no question, which is kind of weird Mm. because I feel like sometimes like that level of dance is almost unfair for other mm-hmm. people to compete against like you have other you know other um celebrities on here who might not have ever danced before or like right 
but Charlie D'Amelio is like a profession. Like she got famous and, for dancing. And Charlie had. There was also drama. The only thing I heard about Dancing with the Stars was Gabby's on it, and that I think Tyra Banks or who was the was giving was kind of like shading, so to speak, Charlie oh, D'Amelio. Uh, I think they were shading. I think it was Gabby that they were shading. No, it was uh, the judge. They were giving her shit for being young. Oh, which who Tyra cares? Banks said that awkward moment that Tyra Banks Tyra Banks receives backlash as so. Here's the thing: when you create, you know, villains and heroes, people vote more. Tyra Banks' chaotic mm-hmm. hosting style may have be, appeared funny and savage to some, but some fans are officially done with her slip-ups. The supermodel continues to irk fans of Dancing with the Stars. She inappropriately addressed Charlie D'Amelio's neck, uh, neck. I don't even in a, in the live show. So she gave she did something. That's the thing. It doesn't even matter what it is, you know. Yeah, but I mean, and listen, it's like the fact Charlie that I'm fans- hearing about it. Old man, old man Jared heard that Tyra Banks gave. Charlie's shit like I have no one else to talk to that I just this is information I have for no un, I was some wondering I'm like reason. I'm like how do you have this like random fact that you just like pulled out of thin air I was like I've never even heard this and I'm I feel like this, I'm pretty up to date right <laughs> these are things this is what happens on the internet you like read a whiff of a tweet and then you're like well that's the story on Dancing with the Stars like I don't know anything Period. else I don't need to um, know anything our, else our last piece of exactly, I'm done with Dancing with the Stars. Now, our last piece of um, off-season news: Chris Harrison started a podcast. What did you think? Did you go listen? I um I did listen. I did listen to part of it. I I'm not surprised. Like I knew something was going to come. out. Like I was like, "There's no way right. this guy's gonna stay in hiding, you know, forever." Um, right. but. The timing obviously is incredible, and his uh, it was his production company that he started with Lauren Zima. It's like New Chapter Media, you know what right. I? <laughs> it's right. very it like meta um, for what right. he's doing, and I mean, I think it's a smart idea. I think it's smart. I'm interested to see what he ends up talking about because I think there's only been one episode so far, and you know he gets. The, 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 not to correct you, there's, but I think he oh, yeah. released two. Well, he released like a teaser, like a like a intro kind of five minute. Um, or have there been two full episodes? There's been two full episodes because I listened to the first. And, oh, then I only listened to the first one. Yeah, because it, and it was a broken. Basically, the first. Ba- I I think like these first two were like, let me get it out there. What you know, what everyone wants to hear, but the. The claim is that this is going to be a fun podcast about relationships. And I'm sure, you know, to me, I don't know. What did you think? I, I Well, I mean, I liked that he got into stuff that I think everybody's been wanting to hear. Like right. talking about um, who the next batch, uh, host of The Bachelor was going to be. You know, ha- right. what happened during the time that he... Um, you know, after all those statements were made when he kind of like left, this is his first time really speaking publicly, he said in two years, like that's kind of crazy. Also, I didn't, I didn't realize it was two years ago. Like that's where his time gone. Right. But, um, but I do like that he got into kind of stuff talking about like, um, like I said, the new host of the bachelor and how he thought it should have been. And 
uh, probably was going to be Wells, but how also Nick Vial was trying to obviously snag this role. And what was really funny is that um, we did a poll on the Instagram account yesterday on between Wells and Nick, who we thought should be the next Bachelor. And the poll results were jarring. Um, it was a 96 percent for wells and a four (laughs) percent for nick Vial. i mean well i i so that was like the juiciest thing to come out of it is that it seems as though chris harrison doesn't like nick Vial um and knows that he's an opportunist which yeah uh, oh you mean to tell me someone who's been on the reality show four different times is an opportunist yeah like you know and that is like, and and you know, the happiest person about Chris talking shit about Nick Vial is Nick Vial. You know, that's he wants to be in the news for drama. He has nothing mm-hmm. else but drama in his name. You know, he has he doesn't really have, you know, a, a discernible talent. He's not funny. He's not entertaining. He's just always in the news for being troublesome. Yeah. So it, it so it's like this kind of puts some some gas in his engine so to speak it gets him another trending day on wherever he trends so it is so i wasn't surprised by that it it is the chris harrison thing like i i do think like he will be a good podcast host yes because he is a good host he is a good host he knows what he's doing and he also has time and money so like Guy has nothing but time, nothing but money. And he doesn't have to do a podcast. He wants to do a podcast. So I was kind of like listening to it going, okay, it seems as though he had to get through reviewing what happened two years ago to get to the show that he wants to do. Yeah, I don't think he was going to be able to just like jump in and be like, hey, everyone, uh, welcome to the most dramatic. Like, no, we have to (laughs) because he kind of made that Instagram statement and then went under the radar. But he had to he had to dive into it for a little bit and really like um, address it directly to these people who have been following him. Do you think this would be? um Do you think this would be a podcast that you would actually t- tune into? I'm curious. Like, would you be t- tuning in each um, week? I think would it, it would probably be guest dependent for me. I don't think mm-hmm. I'm going there for the trials and tribs of you know of like his opening whatever. Like, do so you I, think he's going to talk know. about The Bachelor, or do you think it's just going to be about? Because uh, I, I don't know, know. what I, he has I, to say about dating anymore. Like, I don't know. Well, I don't know if it's about dating. I think what he's going to do. I think. I don't think I don't think to me I was I thought about that and I I don't think that he I, the human thing is for him to hate the franchise and wish nothing but ill will towards it. So yeah. I would understand that if that were if I were him that I would be like I'm not going to give attention to a show that I want to do worse in the ratings cuz he did acknowledge he watches the ratings. So I don't want to watch a show. I don't want to help promote a show that makes me look worse if it does better when I leave. Yeah. I could understand that he is a high enough, like, he's a famous guy. He really also famous. Is connected with, and he's connected with really famous people. And I'll say this, like, you hear from people who know him, they like him a lot. Yeah. Like, he's a well-liked guy. He seems like he would be a very likable robot. Right. And he's, well, he's a golfer. <laughs> You know, like he, you know, he, he, he gets along with a lot of people. He's got, you know, so I think he's going to end up having every 
big time. He'll get big time celebs on. He's in Austin. He's a famous guy in Austin. Matthew McConaughey is another famous guy in Austin. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw him on that. I think he's going to yeah. get a high end guest list. Yeah, he's going to have. He's definitely going to have a list podcast guest for sure. Especially now that it's his own media company. He's not under. I wonder what his like bachelor con- contract. If there is still one or if it's like completely gone now or I think it's completely gone. I mean, he's even said he's like there's people out the the one thing that he did, he was like, People out there are scared that I'm talking. And if you're scared, maybe you should be. So he's try, he's kinda hinted at spilling some tea, so to speak. So I don't know. I, I it is it's interesting the Chris Harrison thing because you're like, Okay, he just disappears in the podcast world and we're going to hear from him in a People magazine, you know, clickbait from yeah. now and, and again. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service, and for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, Free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's get to the contestants. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. So we have the cast list. If you want to work off of what we're working off of, it is the ABC.com Bachelor cast list. Well, first of all, in general, I loved I, I so I went through the profiles a bit for the first half just to like get a glance at them. Right. And it's funny reading these bios. So if you're looking right now, there's a they have a um, the picture of the girl and then they have mm-hmm. a paragraph biography and then like some fun facts at the bottom. And it's really funny because I'm reading these paragraphs and it's always like, you know, Allie's really wanting someone who uh, is ready to take those next steps with her and is as serious about finding somebody as she is and is ready to like get the love that she deserves. And I'm thinking mm-hmm. like, you know, at 26, the love that I was giving out was like the most toxic shit. Like I, right? Like, it, well, like that. It, it, yeah. 
<laughs> so saying all of these things, it's like the love that I've been giving out. It's like is the worst thing you've ever done. Like all of these things at these ages, like I have finally started being in healthy situations uh, and yes. I'm 34. The, the age thing is un. I mean, I've for years it, it when it's the men, it's even more glaring because it's like what the men do is like, I'm ready. I'm ready. Like I've never been ready before. And it's like 25 lives at mom's house. And it's like, no, you're not like, I just can't believe it. A twin with, women, with necklaces. Yeah, this, <laughs> I'm the twin that wears the gold necklace and mom's lasagna. And with the women, the glaring thing is the age and how hard it's been. This tragic tale. I've been giving so much at 26 and you go, okay, what, Enough. You, what, you were giving so much to a 25-year-old dude who wore the gold chain who wasn't really g giving any shred of commitment to begin with? Like, So it is hard as you get older to kind of take what they say seriously. And, and honestly, it's a lesson for like your dating apps. Like I think about this a lot. Like, you know, on Hinge, you get to say, you get to write what you are looking for. And every now and then, Hinge will be like, I'm looking for, and then some woman will write, a gentleman, a guy who opens the door for you, a guy who's close to this family. And it's like, you're not going to get anyone responding to that. Because what am I supposed no. to say? I'm a gentleman. Like, they're, they're, you're actually oh, saying, me. <laughs> yeah, you're actually saying nothing when you say all these deep things on a dating app. When you say these things that, of course, someone's going to say well, I'm close with my family. They're not going to go, you know, well, fuck my family. You know, like you're yeah. just not, you're not getting anything out of it. So it is interesting. The more, the deeper they go, the less they're saying because they have nothing else to say. All they do is say things they heard someone else say that sound pretty good. So and, it is interesting. And speaking of like, you know, how you're talking about dating apps. And I think this is a really good way to sort of like compare it is like say you have a hinge or whatever and they're fun facts that they have written down like would you put these fun facts on your hinge profile right <laughs> like because right. some of well, them one girl's like i love hot dogs it's like are you kidding okay okay yeah that might bring a certain type of asshole writing to you like yeah let's get into it Let, well, let's right. start with zach Shalcross, which i didn't know that was his last name i that no, I, I don't need to know their last name. names and I'm always like and I'm always like sh shaken when I find them out because you don't know until until they are the bachelor or the bachelorette I saw Zach Shalcross I go that's his name yeah I think whoever he ends up marrying is going to be keeping their own <laughs> right Miss Shalcross like what is what so let's go back to Zach so Zach to me, no one seems really excited about Zach. I've, I'm yet to meet someone that's like, can't wait for this dynamic personality. Uh, to me, he's always very robotic. He is um, very much a mannequin of a person. It is giving, um, you know, wooden table energy. Um, <laughs> it, he... he he His bio says, after a heartbreaking departure from Gabby and Rachel season... I don't remember his departure being heartbreaking as much as it was awkward, right? It was awkward and like, and him kind of turning everything on. I mean, we don't know what happened, but it was like awkward in the morning. And then he was just like, 
went up to Jesse and was like, I can't do this. Like, it feels like she almost like tattletaling. I don't know. <laughs> it seemed it seemed as though, if I'm remembering correctly, that they go back to the fantasy suite and then immediately she got some sort of ick where it just wasn't going to happen. And yeah. then they spent the night together in the ick, I guess not really it was insinuated that they just kind of hung out the night and talked. Yeah. And he got upset about her bringing up that he wasn't ready, like because right. he's younger. And then also um, he said that she wasn't really the same person. Like she was still like either acting, even though the cameras were gone, she was still in this sort of like cameras are watching me attitude. Right. And I, I I could understand from his perspective where he's like, why would you have me over for the whole night? And all of a sudden I'm too young for you. Like, yeah. You could have just dumped me on TV. And I, it seemed as though if if I was to empathize with or if I was to say, OK, what's what's the least, you know, evil way for for him to accuse her of anything? I would be like, OK, well, maybe he's saying that she doesn't want to look bad on TV, so she won't dump me. So I have to dump her. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it seemed as though there was also like brought up like I we don't know what his religious background or what you know it, it seemed like there was a difference of many opinion here many that things that and also they don't really at least from what we see they don't really talk about that when they are on their dates at least what they're showing us all they're saying is I feel this I feel that you make me feel we right. are I could see us it's never okay here's here's what I believe in or like, here's what I do on my weekends or like, well, here's the religion that, that I practice. It's never that. Well, because that what these contestants have realized is that they're going to be vilified if they say, I want this in a partner. Like it's the audience's fault a little bit. Like if like Rachel Kate. was like, <laughs> Kate, Kate what, uh, from paradise saying, I need him to be X, Y, and Z. Right. Kate from Paradise famously saying, I want a guy who has money and a career. And then she looks like an evil person. But then she doesn't say it to his face. Like, it's a very... Right. You know, they're very aware of being vilified. And and if, like... And, and probably that's probably why Zach got mad. Because you have Rachel who won't dump him. I know. You know, sitting there. And he's going, well, just end it with, you know, don't bring me back to the fantasy suite. So he ends up becoming The Bachelor. Let's get into the contestants. We... We'll, All go, right. we'll go through the first half. All right. We have Allie, a 26-year-old healthcare strategist from Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> mm. Gorgeous. Right off the bat, stunning. Allie's gorgeous. Um, here's something in her profile that jumps out at me right away. Allie is a proud collector of porcelain dolls. That is a room that I cannot sleep in. Okay? Absolutely. I can't have... These haunting porcelain dolls that don't blink or shut their eyes staring at me while I'm in bed with a woman. I just can't. It's just very haunted house. I, I would be freaked out of my mind. I would never get, you know, a, an erection ever again. It would just never happen for me. And and to add to it, no shade to you guys out there, but she's also a Disney adult. It says uh, she's Ooh. the full package and is as uh, in, and is as, as passionate about her work in healthcare as she is about Disneyland. I just don't know who has the money. I don't know who has. When it's you meet, so when you see these Disney adults. That's the thing. That it's not that you love Disney. It's like you see these people. They're like, well, I go every week, and you're like. 
you and you do the math on it, you're like, that's a college tuition you're spending. You just a have year. disposable income. That's it. <laughs> right. So <laughs> let's period. go. Anastasia is 30. Marketing manager, um, content marketing manager from San Diego, from Bachelor AQ. What do we think of Anastasia or Anastasia? I don't know how you say it. Um, Well, first of all, she's a Harry Potter girl. I'm loving that these girls are like fully outing themselves in their, you know, uh, truth. Maybe it's the Gen Z culture that's like, I don't care if you know that I'm a Disney adult, Harry Potter girl. Like, and some of the girls- She's thirty. The you know mm-hmm. the the spell That's has us. should have should have eroded by now. You know I I think like Dumbledore, yeah. his spell should have gone away by now at thirty. I think. I mean, it also makes sense that she's thirty because she's scared that the skinny Jane is going to make a comeback, and I think that's every female millennial's fear is that we're going to have to strap ourselves into a skinny Jane again. <laughs> This is one of those female things that I don't understand. Like, how about just don't wear it? Like, you guys are like, I hope this trend doesn't come back as if it's a storm cloud approaching the beach. Why not just not? It doesn't have to rain. You can wear whatever the fuck you want. As if we had a choice. <laughs> we have no choice. <laughs> that That's... That's always an interesting thing to me. They're like, oh, well, if Skinny Jean comes back, like Skinny Jean doesn't knock on your door and go, hey, bitch, you're wearing me now. Like, that's not <laughs> how it works. I mean, it's so funny. I watch these like, you know, fashion things on TikTok and whatnot. And I'll literally buy whatever people tell me from their Amazon storefront. <laughs> like, right. I'll d- do it. I don't care. One confident Gen Z girl away from having to wear skinny jeans again. It's like, why don't we yeah. fight back? Why don't you go out and just say, fuck them? I don't know. I don't know how to fight back. <laughs> okay. So we have our, uh, Ariel. Ariel. I never, Ariel, 28, marketing executive from New York City. We have a New Yorker. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, of New Yorkers. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, Something that stood out to me was she loves dan- uh, dancing to ABBA makes her smile. Again, it's what are you putting these like? Okay, I'm sure people right. from who Bachelor ang- are writing this, but <laughs> who was writing well, who this? Was, who was angrily dancing to ABBA? You'd be out of your fucking mind. You mean the most popular band in the world? Like, like, like known as like really puts happiness on people. Like, if someone was like ABBA makes me angry, I'd be like, there's something absolutely fucking wrong with you. <laughs> like absolutely. Here's the other thing, and, and this is something, again, there's cause and effect. The last person, Anastasia, she's comes from a big Greek family. Now we have Ariel, her big Ukrainian family. These people, does, does every Bachelor contestant just go to 23andMe and be like, give me something? Give me they 1% need, of something. They got to have something. They need to know their background. They right. need to know their background <laughs> so they can be like, oh, yeah. I'm a quarter Irish. And right. so they have something to talk about. They're like, well, that's why I love Guinness or something, you know, some sort of uh, weird it's fact. Insane. It gives them it gives them flavor, if you will. It's, it, it, you know, and, and it doesn't ring true. It's it, it's like when you ask someone like, oh, where are you from? And they go, well, I was born in New York City. It's like, yeah, most of us were born at a hospital in a major city. Most of us weren't born in a farmhouse in our, you know, in our bumpkin town. Like you live in a, 
There's not a lot of suburban, you know, birth wards or whatever, you know? No, like it's, no. Yeah, you, you, went, you, you were born in New York City and then moved to Long Island where you are <laughs> from. <laughs> it's the Long Island is not considered like, if you're like, yeah, I'm from New York. Right. Is, well, I was not, born at Mount Sinai. Oh, you, you, you grew up at Mount Sinai like you were, you know, you know just living... What's her name? Uh, Eloise at the Plaza. That's where you were just yeah. living in that hospital your whole life. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is the veil now streaming only on Hulu. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Let's go to Bailey, the 27-year-old executive recruiter. I think Bailey was on the After the Final Rose. Okay. Yes, she was. She's from Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I would call that, you know, Bachelor HQ Junior. You know, that's the... the That's her Victoria F is. Tia. Tia had a baby. Just recently, if like a month ago, but yeah, Nashville is like definitely the um, second level. Here's how I know Bailey likes hanging out on Broadway and is a little bit basic. One of her fun facts is she likes her margarita spicy. Whoa! Hey, hey. you're crazy. <laughs> we we are four Bailey. You're four years late on that being interesting. You are. We, yeah. Four years ago, we would have been like, whoa, spicy margarita? Now we're like, okay, we've heard this. Move along. Uh, personally, for me, the, what stands out is how she's not on dating apps um, because right. uh, she's not looking to date around. It, when people say they're not on dating apps, like that's fine. You're like, yeah, I'm not on apps. But it, it also gives me an air of I'm better than you. <laughs> Right. I'm not on dating apps is the I like spicy margaritas of drinking margaritas. It is I am this different level of human. I don't need it. You know, it's like they raced up Everest without a guide. They, you know, oh, my God, we have to be in in awe of the person who doesn't need it. Well, good for you. You think you have a personality. Right. Congrats. (laughs) You're not better than me just because you're meeting a random person out once a month. Right. Guess what? Us normal people like dopamine hits from getting matches and never having to find out that we were turned down because that's what a dating app is. That is what a dating app is. Let's go to Brianna. All right. Brianna is a 24-year-old entrepreneur from Jersey City, New Jersey. What do we think? I mean, Brianna is, I think, wait, hold on. We skipped Becca, but we can go back to Becca. Um, Brianna, she was also on After the Final Rose, and she was the one that- Oh, she got the rose. She got the rose, and they took that little like Polaroid picture together. 
Um, yeah. Brianna was like great right off the bat. Right. And, you know, 24 on this show, 24-year-old entrepreneur, when anyone, you know, and Zach is 26, I think, or 27. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think like, he's 27 now. Now he's 27, which, you know, he aged into. <clears throat> this is the thing. If you're 25, if you're 26 or below on this show, your job is you are a – you're. You are an aspiring reality person at that point. Yes, absolutely. Like, be, because that Zach has hit, got to his Zach is Zach at twenty six, going on the Bachelorette, was aspiring to be the Bachelor, and guess what? It worked out for him. To me, worked Brianna out. being a twenty four year old entrepreneur, no, you you're trying to get into the reality business. She wants to be, you know, she wants to be on. Um, Anyone, and I, I think that of anyone at that age. The next Bachelorette. I mean, it could be, could be right. Brianna. Who knows? Or Paradise. Or definitely, I feel like everybody's goal is low key Paradise first. I, I don't know why, but right. it's like I would rather be on Paradise, and I think I would rather be on the Bachelorette. I don't know, not for the circumstances, <laughs> but for like the fun. Right. Why? Well, I mean, but that's when you can have fun. You when you're 24 going on the show. And I love her. I love her. one of her fun facts is um, about how she wants to go cage diving with sharks. Listen, if that were me, this is when you have to bring up all the things that you don't actually want to do. Like, because right. they would make chance. you go cave, cave or cage diving with a shark, but they're not going to do it right. if you actually want to. They're going to do it if you have a shark phobia. Right, so maybe absolutely. she has a shark phobia and she's like, no, I would love to go cage diving with a shark <laughs> and they won't, they won't do it with her, but they're like, that's a great idea. Let's send a, yeah. you know, Anastasia. <laughs> yeah. Who hates sharks. Who hates Let's sharks. Becca, 25 nursing student. Becca's picture looks like she put it under that AI filter and her hair's <laughs> blowing in the wind. Yeah, she um, so she loves to read like romance novels and she's not the only one as I was going through this who love these like romance novels. And like, I haven't really read that random fact in a lot of these bios before, mm. but all these girls are down to like read some porn. <laughs> Good for her. I I'm mean, into it. I, um, I, I. The one thing about this this bio on Becca, it starts with the first sentence in her bio is Becca is incredible. I, what? <laughs> like, why, why? That's why I want to know who's in, writing this. World? Well, uh, did someone just like I, I? It's a weird way to start off a paragraph about someone we've never met. Becca's incredible. Yes. What made her incredible as opposed to the other people that you've already met and wrote about? Like what? In what? Like I guess I believe you, but like. But like but, why? Like, if this was written by her mom, I would go, okay, I get why Becca's incredible. Her mom thinks she's incredible. But, like, this random producer was just like, Becca's incredible. There's nothing else to say. I like, love what? Her. That's your opening sentence? <laughs> I, need, I, need opening some, sentence. I need some, like, uh, shit to back it up. <laughs> yeah, what, what was incredible about her that her fun fact was being outdoors relaxes her? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> no. That is, That's... Which is, in fact, one of her fun facts. She wore a lot of beanies in high school and gave off a skater girl vibe. I mean, who didn't? Who didn't? Let's go to Brooklyn, who is a rodeo racer from Stillwater, Oklahoma. 
I mean, there has never been a more Oklahoma bio than Brooklyn the rodeo racer from Oklahoma. Oh, I mean, the the fact that rodeo and country girl and cowgirl and cowboy are all in rodeo. Cowgirls used like three times in this one paragraph that is like five sentences in it. <laughs> I mean, at just 13 years old, Brooklyn discovered her passion for horse barrel racing and went on to study animal science. Okay. And she won, she dreams of being a professional rodeo cowgirl and horse trainer. I can't think of a woman who is more opposite to me. Than Zach. Oh, than to you. <laughs> to me. Right. I, I don't listen. She's allowed to have all her dreams and all her rodeo, whatever. I can't think of someone that I would relate to less. Like I would meet her and we'd just be like, hi, and have nothing else to say to one another. I would be like, enjoy. Like I read barrel racing. It, that might have been, they, that, that may as well have been written in Chinese. I understood it so little. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I understand like some of it because I like, I rode horses for a while, but mm. all I can think about is that she's going to show up dressed as a cowgirl. <laughs> There's no like, no. She's showing up on a. She's showing up on, on a, a horse. horse. She's showing up with you know the the clowns that come out during a, a rodeo. The rodeo clowns. Yeah. She's showing up. She's saying howdy, y'all. This yeah. This woman. She has a built-in gag for the yeah. opening night. I mean, this. She was picked for the opening night. Absolutely. That's some of these people. That's just what it is. Kara. Let's go to Kara, 27. Okay. She's a corporate recruiter from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, what do we think of Kara? I think a lot of her stuff is very um, uh, contradictory. So she's so she lives in New York now, but something that nothing that upsets her more is seeing garbage on the sidewalk. Huh? She was, you I live mean, in she New York, baby. You must. York. Yeah, this, you must be every day miserable. Is a struggle. Every day is a miserable day for her. Um, <laughs> I also like, like this as Kara. Is. Kara is not a good cook, but she is great at assembling meals. That there has never been a fun fact that has been dressed up more than that. To say, you know, I I really like to assemble meal. What does that mean? What is, she can put like in a good delivery order and then put it on a plate. She can she can place like a really good delivery or you have like the the best appetizers and you can put it all together. That's her meal assembly. To me, that's a, that's a better thing to say than I can assemble a meal. Like I'd be like, I'm a great orderer. I'd be like, I'm more into that person than, oh, I don't cook, but I can assemble a great meal. It's like, oh, you're good at marketing yourself and trying not to sound <laughs> like you don't cook, which is fine. You don't have to cook. That's fine, but let's be honest here. <laughs> right. Let's go to Kat, who's a 26-year-old dancer from New York City. Um, and this is the one that loves hot dogs in full caps. Loves hot dogs. Yeah, she loves, she loves hot dogs. Apparently loves having um, little uh, dates in Central Park with, like, cheese and crackers. But then, again, doesn't do dinner dates. You like food an right. awful lot. For someone who well, doesn't want a dinner date. I'm kind of with Kat on not wanting... I don't want a dinner date on a first date. I, you know, the No, I don't date, need that on a first date. It gets a little too formal. I can understand that. It is... 
interesting though that if what if like someone was like, hey, there's a hot dog truck on the way, you know, from you know the the field. Would she just be like in? Like, is she like cool with that? I don't know. Maybe. 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 Like, I'd be like, I mean, a hot dog is a very um, ag- uh, aggressive meal to eat as like the first time like you're eating in front of someone. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what? I'm thinking about the optics of it. That's all. Like, <laughs> here's the thing, though. It it is so funny that like if you describe it, it, it gets. It gets a lot of women very annoyed if you were to describe a date as something it's not to them. So it's like if you went on a date with a woman and you were like, um, we went to the park and we had some and, and on the way back from the park, we got some hot dogs from a truck. And then if I was like, yeah, we went on a dinner date, she'd be like, well, that's not a dinner date. You know, like it, it would be immediately annoying. Yeah, <laughs> she'd argue with you about it. <laughs> And it's like, then what was it? We ate dinner on the date. And then if like, because that would be something I would do to annoy a girlfriend. I'd be like, yeah, our first date was a dinner date. And they'd be like, no, we ate hot dogs from a truck. Like it would be something I would never let go of. (laughs) Honestly, hot dog sounds great right now. I'm starting. I'm kind of in the mood. (laughs) Charity. 26, a child and family therapist from Columbus, Georgia. I didn't know there was a Columbus in Georgia. Well, listen, I like when someone has like a real thing like family therapist. You can't that isn't assembling meals when you say you don't cook. That is a real Mm -hmm. career. That is Mm -hmm. a real job. That is a job that I could understand that someone could take some time off from because it's like, okay, we're not going to plan clients. We're going to, you know, take some minutes away. And, And it's. to me it's like okay now this is a real human being coming on the show and another one who uh loves disney she wants charity wants to move to walt disney world one day that's not gonna happen um (laughs) i don't think they're gonna build you a house next to you know the seven dwarves that ain't gonna happen I have I have no problem with people loving Disney. So if you guys are Disney adults out there, I'm not shading you. I'm just I am. I am. I'm you just... sound like crazy people. <laughs> you, you you sound insane. That is she's what she's gonna build a house next to Snow White. Gonna have a little you know a little uh, she's gonna have be right next to Prince Charming. Like I don't know. The the problem with Disney adults is like you can never add up to that type of like romance or you know fairy tale you they're looking for fairy tale mm-hmm. my my greatest fear of dan of dating a disney adult is having being at my wedding and then they walk down the aisle like in the ears or like wearing you know fairy wings <laughs> and everyone's looking at me like jared is this are you really okay who you're fucking seeing like this blink is who twice you're if you need help right like like <laughs> I, that's my fear is just the judgment from others. Like, I don't mind going down fucking Splash Mountain a couple times. Uh, because, you know, your pictures are going to be like at Disney World, your engagement photos at Disney right. World with the ears and the matching shirts. Like, I'm with Minnie. I'm with Mickey. <laughs> oh, no. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. There's no way. <laughs> okay, let's go to Christina. All was Christina right. on the um the last was she, was she one of the ones that came on content creator from Nashville Tennessee that means she's on TikTok uh, oh 
100. I mean, she looks like she's on TikTok. Could not. She looks like I've like definitely the, shopped the from her Amazon storefront. <laughs> Absolutely. She looks like an ad for becoming an influencer on TikTok. Yes. Um, and it says that she wants to learn how to hula dance. Um, shake your hips. You've learned. I don't know why. <laughs> it's like, what are you, what? I don't understand. I, this, that's a weird fun fact. Like one day I aspire to learn how to hula dance. Well, you can do, do that. I don't understand. Yeah. Go, there's a YouTube video, I'm sure. So I feel like you're going to love this. So uh, Christina is a mom and she has okay. a five-year-old named Blakely, which is like every, like you see the videos on TikTok where they're making fun of like mm. the names that are so like outrageous it's and a, kind of out there. <laughs> it's a very, it's Blakely is a very like, um, I live in Nashville. I had a kid at a young age name. Like, it's like there are zero surprises with Christina. Yeah. And it, I mean, it, it was like Blake Lively. That's the first thing that came into my head is Blake Lively. And they just put it together. <laughs> right, right. Let me get a, a, a little mini Blake Lively. It's, I'll get as close as I can get. I mean, all right. Who do we have next? To, is it Davia? Oh, yeah. Davia. Mm hmm. Let's see. Now, Davia is a 25-year-old marketing manager from Charleston, South Carolina, which I think Charleston could end up becoming our East Coast version of the San Diego one day. Like, I feel like that's yeah. a place people are moving to. It's a place that good-looking people move to. Um, one of her fun facts is that um, Davia could live on oysters. I appreciate that. That's a very I love an oyster. Thing. Who doesn't love an oyster? And she also says she can out burp anyone, which I don't know if that's a talent. I don't know if that's a. I'm not like I, I like I'm a burping girl, whatever I burp. But it feels very like try hard. Pick me like adding that as your fun fact, right. like putting that in your bio of a dating app again is like it's a guy. Are you just trying thing. to be a cool girl? Yeah. Like I'm right. not like normal girls. I burp. Well, what? here's here's the only way I would respect her burp, okay? The only way I would respect her burp and being like a burping girl is if <laughs> after she burped, she blew it in your face. That's the disgusting thing to do. So burping is fine. I don't think that's even like, you're not so chill. Anyone can burp. But do you burp and then go, and blow it in oh. someone's face because that's the most obnoxious thing. That's the most disgusting thing you could do. So then I would have full on respect for her. I, I can mean. I can like smell that. You know what a burp smells like. Like you know, like when it has it, when a you very blow it in someone's face. Oh, disgusting! Taste it's, it's it's that hot dog after it's been sitting in the sun for sixteen hours. Yeah. No. No. Ugh. Okay. Let's go to. Is it Gabby? Is next. Gabby. 25 account executive from, from you don't have a lot of Vermont people that come on this show. I forget Vermont exists. Right. <laughs> Here's the thing. She wants an honest outdoorsy man. Zach, his look does not he, Zach is like tall, skinny guy. I I Zach with like a beard and like a big burly jacket on. I can't imagine it. It would look like he would look like 
a, someone on an SNL sketch trying to be a Vermont person. Like, it, it, I just can't see it. Zach has never been camping a day in his life. I believe that, no. like, wholeheartedly. And she also has her wedding venue already picked out in Lake Como. And, oh. I mean, is Zach's uncle paying for the <laughs> wedding? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I hope, um, I hope, I hope Gabby, her, I hope her last name is Vermont because yeah. what, if Gabby's last name isn't Cabot Creamery, then I hope that they're like the richest people in Vermont. Like, I don't know where Lake Co. Yeah, I've got the venue picked out. If someone said that to me on a first date, I'd be like, well, good luck. Uh, Have fun that won't Como. be me. <laughs> I found it in Italy because that's uh, I won't be able to afford that one. <laughs> Thanks no. though. It's okay, been nice getting to Genevieve. know you. Genevieve is a neonatal nurse. Okay, from Baltimore, twenty six, um, and fears animals that are larger than her. Which same, same. <laughs> I mean, not ever... same as in like a is like I I would be scared of like a lion or something but i don't know like elephants they don't really scare me or horses don't really scare me do you ever see those things on like where they do like ancient animals and they show like oh, a yeah. spider that's like they were like back in you know this in prehistoric times the spiders were bigger than you i always think i'm like if i ever came across a spider that was even the size of like half of me i would be screaming and crying Yes. running away like it's mm -hmm. just like how scary things are yeah you know, like in australia there's like spiders like the size of my mini cooper it's really too much that would that i would immediately curl up into a ball and start crying right away there's no question yeah no um she also wants to be the ceo of a hospital one day i never that's one of those things that you didn't know existed until you know it exists and it exists that's a real thing. i literally yeah. wrote down i was like how do, what does a CEO of a hospital like do? What are they? I mean, how do you get there? What, what, it is one of those realizations as you get, you know, when you're younger, you're like, oh, a hospital is where we go to get better. And then you get older and you find out that these are like actual businesses that are going to steal every dime from you. Um, they're going to be the reason that you can't. They're going to like take the equity out of your home so you can pay for your fucking knee surgery. So, oh, yeah. You yeah, want to? Oh, you want to get actual to your... businesses. Yeah. You want to give birth to your baby? That'll be $30,000. <laughs> exactly. So, like, you don't think about it. You're like, oh, the hospital has the nice nurse and the cool doctor and the and the beautiful baby gets delivered. And then the, you get older and life kind of, like, looks at you in the face and goes, no, that'll be thirty grand." Yeah. Now, see. So, good for her. <laughs> she wants to steal our money one day. So, let's go. Let's do our last one before we go. We end this. And next week, we'll do the second half of the bachelor uh contestant reviews greer who looks like she is the lead of the next disney channel original series um <laughs> looking very young agreed she looks i mean she looks 24 she's 24 a medical sales rep i from mean Houston, she looks Texas. younger than 24 to me i don't know like th this is like Maybe I'm getting older, so I don't know. No, she definitely looks very young. She um, judges people based off of their sushi orders. Like she was like, you can. I want to know what she would say about mine. What would you get for sushi? All right, my like sushi order. I love getting like 
a spicy tuna roll, but having cucumber yep. in it. And then okay. um, I love like salmon nigiri. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like a pretty basic order. I don't want to do like the crazy fish eggs and stuff. Like I don't need the salmon roe. That kind of, that's, I don't know. I'm pretty basic. The only thing I would judge someone's sushi order based off of, it, it, it's a, the difference between how much shit you talk and what you get. So if you're like, I'm Mr. Sushi, I'm Miss Sushi. And then you're like, I'll have one California roll. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like, you you know, like you're allowed to get a California roll, but just don't consider yourself like sushi. You know, if, if right. that's a part of your order, then you're not really, you know, misadventure sushi person. So, you know what I mean? If if you're doing sushi for the health considerations because you're like, wow, it's a, a good meal that's not high in calories. OK, that's why you go. Don't mask that with I'm Mr. Sushi. That's where it gets annoying. I think that and I think anytime somebody orders a sushi roll with cream cheese in it is <laughs> right is off right. the wagon. Yeah, you're garbage. You're you're a garbage human being. Um, you're trash. Yeah, I'll have the flaming hot Doritos and cream cheese sushi. Like, no, it's that's not. And a Mountain Dew, please. Um, what? Excuse me. Um, I believe there's a I, Disney adult you should be dating. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Incredible. She loves so. to shop at flea markets and she's she is never embarrassed, Jared. <laughs> no, I need some embarrassment. I need I need an, to have you need some, some humility. Yeah, I need a little humility in my in my partner, but listen, that's part one. We will come back. Uh I think we you know Listen, we, we, we talk about these people with love and, and, and hope for the best for all of them. And mm-hmm. we'll be back with, the, you know, the second half. What do we think so far? It's always exciting. It's always exciting mm. reading through these women because you never know. Like, we just did a whole breakdown of all, like, half of the women. And, and half of them will be going home the night one. Right. And we'll, we'll forget about them forever. And But they'll have it in their Instagram bio that they were on season whatever of The Bachelor with the rose next to it. Um, right. Or one of them's going to be our next Bachelorette. So who knows? That'll be their bio until they get engaged. And it says, like, mother to an angel, you know, wife to a saint, you know. <laughs> <laughs> mother to my fur babies you know whatever that the, it just get, gets exchanged yeah i'm excited how about you are you are you do you have positive positive I'm outlook on more, this season i'm getting more and more pumped as the minutes go on so but we'll be back uh next week with the second half of the contestants yes we'll be back next week so make sure you are following us on instagram at the bachelor on twitter at bachelor pod you can also follow me at k york city and I'm at Jared Free. All right. See you next week. The Bachelor Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amy Clackner. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. And be sure to follow at The Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod on Twitter. And send us your emails to bachelor at betches.com. Batches.